You're listening to Endgame with Kyla Brettel and Rob Law, a podcast about our hearts and minds on climate change. just standing down at the creek at the back of my house, Campbell's Creek. My kids who are two and five at the moment they come down here every day and throw sticks in the creek and chase each other up mounds of dirt and climb over tree trunks. And I'm always often wondering what, what's this going to be like in 20, 30 years. This time of year in mid-August, the silver wattles are in full bloom. An amazing gold, especially at this time of night, at dusk, on an overcast and cloudy day. And then higher up in the canopy, there's a magpie directly over my head at the moment. And a couple of crimson rosellas. Some silver eyes, saw some fantails and some Willy wagtails before. This 30 or 40 years ago just wasn't here, it was just a completely denuded landscape since the gold rush in the 1850s where every tree in sight was ripped up and it was all of the ground was unearthed. Except being down here right now you'd never know that because it's it's incredibly diverse. This has come about through a few committed local people that have spent you know, the last two decades revegetating this creek. And now there's stands of yellow gums and yellow boxes with the silver and black wattles. And then more and more understory gradually appearing. And occasionally, I don't think it'll be tonight, but occasionally I see a platypus down here in this creek, as well as a long-necked turtle. And in a way, it's, you know, it's kind of one, one aspect of it is quite futile because we know that climate change is just going to impact this landscape too. And, and there'll be things that don't survive and things that will thrive. The yellow gum, for example, apparently is likely to be quite tolerant to a lot of the climate conditions that we're going to face in the next 20 to 30 years. standing next to a big river red gum, probably 100 to 150 years old, who knows. And all over its foliage you can see the remnants of different insects and a lot of them are lerp. And lerp is something that I didn't really know much about until I moved here a few years ago and, and become quite interested in it because it's a, uh, well it's a bush food I suppose and it's also um, a sugary 
sweet for some of the birds and a lot of the birds are the smaller the smaller birds and what's been interesting is is right across the country there's been um, concern that climate change and other factors have have and habitat loss primarily have led to outbreaks of lerp whereas in the past the balance was there for something's just come out of the water I don't know and it's gone back under again and I don't know whether it was a platypus or a turtle it's a bit hard to see from where I am but one of the things I love about being down here is that it's it reminds me about what we're capable of what we're capable of when we come together and put our minds to it to repair landscapes and to do gestures of environmental good or do things for for where we live and our place of and how we can heal and regenerate and being here compared to other places I've lived such as in Tasmania where I might be on the border of a wilderness in the goldfields it's a healing landscape so I often wonder how that's you know, affecting how we see environmental problems like climate change you know we've seen what's in our power to to restore and regenerate and perhaps in that sense there may be a greater sense of confidence or or a greater sense of agency and of course it might be all futile like of course it's it's futile for a community to think that it can just you know do its do its bit locally and everything will be fine but i don't think i think that's this there's a deeper reasoning behind the need to do that i can see some ripples across the creek and i'm wondering if it's the platypus It's moving across. Yes, it is the platypus. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I've never seen it in this spot before. It's usually further down the bridge, and especially given that I'm here talking. That's great. Thank you for listening to this sound work. Co-produced for the Endgame Story site by myself, Kyla Brettel, and Rob Law. To find out more about this show, the project, or to listen to more, go to our website, endgamepodcast.net.